Good morning. How is your Tuesday? Well, I hope um, we're picking up from yesterday in our work. Sprightly engaging with the and addressing the problems before us in our work, in our uh, service to our clients, and um, at home, and with the mothers taking care of their children, cleaning of the house, and so many other things. I cannot just enumerate them. Today we read from St. Luke chapter 6 again. The choice of our Lord regarding those who would become his apostles. The apostles were um, a selected lot, few, relatively few, compared to the rest of our Lord's disciples. And uh, it's a familiar scene to us. Jesus had chosen the twelve and he names them. Ending with Judas, son of James, or rather Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. It's kind of chilling, you know, that uh, our Lord chose him, him who was going to be his, his, his betrayer, who turned against him. And still he chose him. He knew that. Oh, how, how, how he respected us. How he wants us to be free and therefore responsible to God for our actions. In any case, I want just to read the beginning line of the gospel today. Where we are told that Jesus went out into the hills to pray and he spent the whole night in prayer to God. When they came, he summoned his disciples. And picked out 12 of them. And St. Luke enumerates their names. Beginning with Simon. Whom our Lord renamed as Peter. The rock of the church. But let us not uh, just glide through this. Um, or slide through these first lines. For that momentous event of choosing his closest collaborators, 12 of them, our Lord prays first. And the description of his prayer was that he went to the hills and he spent the whole night in prayer to God. Before he made his choice. That's why for us today, the gospel invites us to, to examine how our prayer is. How it is doing. And to make resolutions and acts of contrition perhaps. Because of how we have been doing it. Below par. Or we don't imitate our Lord here. When he makes this most important of decisions. But by the way, this is not only when he makes important decisions. He prays in general before doing things. 
the Garden of Olives or the Garden of Gethsemane before his passion and death on the cross, right? Right after the Last Supper, they went to the Garden of Gethsemane and he prayed there so, so seriously and heavily, he sweat blood before he was going to undertake this most important action of saving us. When he uh, resurrected Lazarus, he had ordered the opening of the grave. And there was this pro protest by one of the sisters of Lazarus that most probably being already on the fourth day after the death, the body would already start smelling. But Jesus reminded her who he was, who he is and always will be. He is the resurrection and the life. And thus they proceeded to open the grave. And our Lord prayed. He lifted him, his eyes to heaven and spoke to his father. Before he was going to resurrect Lazarus. When he instituted the blessed sacrament, the Holy Eucharist, he prayed for the bread and before the consecration of the, of the wine. He gave thanks. That's a lifting up to God of his thoughts, of his heart, regarding what he was going to do. Prayer is essential. Prayer is what we need to convert everything, everything we do we convert everything to prayer. St. Jose Maria Escriva used to say regarding the secret weapon of Opus Dei, it is not work, it is prayer. And that's why we convert everything we do to praying. And how are we in this process of, you know, transforming ourselves to being more prayerful, that we depend on it, that we, before deciding or doing something, we glance at the picture of Our Lady and say a prayer, or at the crucifix and say a prayer, depending on how serious that decision or activity would be, then would be the amount of prayer. Saint Jose Maria Escriva wrote in his uh, wonderful book, The Way. He spent the whole night in prayer to God. So Saint Luke tells of our Lord. And you, how often have you persevered like that? Well then, he leaves that hanging for us to consider in our own personal cases. How is our, do we bank on prayer? Or do we proceed in the way we think should, that we should behave, you know, regarding our sins? When we sin, we, we depart from God in a certain sense. And absolutely we depart from God by committing a mortal sin, right? But, uh, how do we struggle against our sins? Do we pray? How much do we pray? 
I feel the temptation of, you know, are my inside is rising. No? In, I'm getting high blood <laughs> pressure or something. Huh? I'm getting more and more angry or I feel more like retaliating. I feel the rage mounting. Do we pray when that happens? Or do we listen to the rage or the emotion? Well, we could also apply this to the more positive emotions. We're exhilarated, we're excited, we're super delighted. Do we also talk to our Lord about it? Lord, I'm so happy. Lord, I can't wait to dig my teeth into this lechon. Huh? You should have be, you should be here. Let's enjoy this together. We, everything is turned into a prayerful moment in the presence of God. That's how Jesus worked. That's how Mary had her existence. St. Joseph, he was constantly talking with the child Jesus as he became an adolescent, a teenager, then a young adult until he died, until our St. Joseph passed to the next life. Talking with Jesus. Listening to Jesus. Let's try to do the same. Thank you for listening. And uh, by the intercession of the most blessed Virgin Mary, may you all have our Lord in your hearts and that you converse with him constantly during the day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ciao!